Let's look to Thursday in the NBA. There are five games on. Look at streaming options, who's in, who's out, all that stuff. It's coming up. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and maple syrup is my favorite food. I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble, on TikTok at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account and use the code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. You know what to do? Be a double banger. Watch the video, listen to the audio, come across here, hit a thumbs up, hit the subscribe, hit the notification bell. All that stuff really helps out a lot. And we've had two shows already today. Pascal Siakam trade reaction show, the waiver wire show as well. Now we're looking ahead to Thursday with five games on. I don't know, Matt, expect this will be a long one, but that's what she said. And that's what we're going to go through in, uh, in this game and talk about. Just quickly though, just quickly. I know that I, I, I make a lot of jokes about everything, right? I do. Part of what this show is. Me trying to be funny, sometimes succeeding, sometimes not. Um, but somebody sent a tweet to me saying, you know, I've been a member of Basketball Monster for three years and I'm no longer subscribing because you're making xenophobic comments against Canada. And I, I would have thought, I would have thought that that was pretty clearly a joke that has been ongoing for years and years and years. But apparently not, and that's my fault. So... Anything I say about Canada is completely a joke. It is an ongoing joke. It's much like Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon. It's a joke. I have nothing against Canada whatsoever. I actually love Canada. I love them by the time that I've been in Canada. It's clearly a joke. There's nothing xenophobic whatsoever that comes out that I say. So if anyone does take it that way, I, I do apologize for that. Because obviously the jokes are they're, they're jokes that are you know, mean-spirited in, in nature, I guess, without any mean-spirited intention behind them. So, I guess no more Canada slander. It's over. It's done. It's Canada over, some might say. Let's talk about the action on Thursday. What are we streaming to look at? Across over there, what's happening? Who's in? Who's out? Well, we know that Dan Gafford is out, and that does mean that my mate Marvin Bagley is probably going to have to play a large role, which is absolutely bloody frightening. But it's him or Anthony Gill. So yeah, that's where we're at. I am listing Bruce Brown, Jordan Wara, and Kyra Lewis as out. We already know that they're not going to play in the game on Wednesday after the trade to Toronto. I, I don't expect that they're going to play on Thursday, but I'm not sure. But I, I'm currently considering that they will not be available for the Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. But I don't know that yet. All I know is they are out on Wednesday. Jakob Pertl will remain out. Derek Rose and then John Moran and Marcus Smart and Desmond Bain and all those guys are out in Memphis. Pascal Siakam has officially been ruled out for the Pacers game on Thursday. He will join the team for the game on Friday, but he will miss Thursday. So we know that he is out. We've got Iodasumu and Patrick Williams, both questionable. For the Bulls, with Williams out, what we saw last game was Drummond playing alongside Vuce a bit. So that's something just to keep in mind um, because they don't have any forwards at all. Gary Trent, questionable. 
He's questionable for the game on Wednesday, so I don't know that he's going to be available for both. I would expect, he's dealing with an illness, I would expect if he plays on Wednesday, that Gazza will be ready for Thursday. Aaron Neesmith and Ben Matherin are questionable for the paces. Matherin hurt his ankle last game. Neesmith missed a couple with some shin issues. Obviously, the absence of Brown and the non-arrival yet of Siakam means they're going to be needed. But if they're out, then there's just so much there for Heald. Tons for Heald, tons for Nempart. And we're probably going to have to see um, minutes for Ben Shepard, but also um, uh, Nempart and McConnell playing together if Neesmith and Matherin are unavailable because Bruce Brown is obviously out. Obi Toppin is also questionable. And if Toppin is out, that is a lot for Jalen Smith. That means Jarris Walker will have to play and Isaiah Jackson will get a lot of minutes there as well. So a lot of interesting things happening there in Indiana. Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart are both probable for the Knicks on Wednesday. So I expect that they go on Thursday. And Andre Drummond is also there as probable for the Bulls uh, on their injury report. Now, Anthony Edwards has been ruled in for Wednesday's game. The Wolves do play on Thursday, but they play against someone terrible. Who is it? I think it's the Spurs or the Pistons. It's someone bad. Oh, it's the Grizzlies. So I guess there's a chance that Edwards' knee on a back-to-back against a bad team means that he doesn't play. But that's... That's speculation, but we speculated that Derek White hadn't had a day off yet for the Celtics, so he might not play, and he's not playing on Wednesday, as well as Porzingis. So just be aware of those scheduled things that happen that might lead to these somewhat out-of-the-blue rest scenarios. It is, I'd also mention that when we talk about the Thunder later in this show as well. That might be something to, um, might be something to just be aware of. The back-to-backs Thursday, Friday, so if you're looking to plan ahead, it is the Pacers, and they're obviously involved in a ton of stuff here, and we know Siakam won't play on Thursday, but he'll be back for Friday, but that means there's no Brown, there could be no Nempard, there could be no Matherin, there could be no Toppin, so you've got your Smiths and your Jacksons and your... Uh, I said, did I say Nempard? I meant Neesmith. Nempard will be available. McConnell, tremendous value in the Thursday, Friday back-to-back for these Pacers players, with players in transition between um, teams as well. So a real big chunk of value potentially opening up there for Indiana guys. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And it's also the most exciting and the easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against numbers. You don't have to go up against other people. In fact, when you play other daily fantasy Someone wins, someone loses. That's how it goes. If I win, you lose. You lose, I win. Which on Price Picks isn't the case because literally everybody can win. We can all go in and beat Price Picks at once because it's just player projections. They put a number up, you look at it, and you go, more or less. You do between two to six of those individual player projections, put them together in an entry, and you can win up to 25 times your money back. So if you enjoy that, and you should, Go ahead and go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. The promo code is LockedOnNBA. You get a first deposit match up to $100. That is pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. The promo code is LockedOnNBA. And you get a first deposit match up to $100. Pricepix is daily fantasy sports made easy. Today's episode is also brought to you by LinkedIn. 2023, cooked, finished. 2024, bright new day ahead of us. And small businesses, if you want to improve things and set your goals, hiring is important. Having the right staff to support you is one of the key things that makes a business successful. And with LinkedIn, it's not just another job site. LinkedIn has access to over a billion professionals. So you can put your job out in front of all these people and small businesses get a qualified candidate back in 24 hours, 86% of the time. Cutting through the noise and the time that it takes to do a, a good hiring, an important hiring, is so key because small business owners have so many things they need to do. They need to be forward facing. They need to be talking to customers, interacting with suppliers. They need to be hiring their staff. But if you screw that up, 
Well, everything's screwed up as well. The whole business is cooked. So make sure you're doing the right thing and the right thing is going to LinkedIn to put your job up. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That is linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so let's take a look at the streams of the day. Now for Thursday, for a 10-teamer, I am looking at Vince Williams over there in Memphis. Um, I've got Alex Caruso for a 12-teamer. For a 14-teamer, I am listing trepidatiously Isaiah Jackson. That's because Siakam's not going to be available. Um, there's a chance that Obi Toppin is out, and that means that Jackson probably plays 15 or 16 minutes as a backup to Turner. Might play more if Toppin is out. Might have to play at power forward if Toppin is out. Brown is not there. There's just a lot of things moving around there. For a 16-teamer, I am, again, trepidatiously looking at Jonte Porter. I'm not sure if Jonte is giving going to start on Wednesday. And even if he does start Wednesday, would he start on Thursday? Or will it go back to Thad Young? Or will they completely annoy me and go to Chris Boucher? I don't know. But I am interested in taking a flyer at Jonte Porter there. And for points leagues, Yahoo and ESPN, I am looking at the cashier himself, Xavier Tillman, as a pretty solid stream option. What is on my radar? The first game is the Wizards and the Knicks. This is a back-to-back game for the Knicks. I want to watch Don Donny? Donny Avdia. Yeah, the, the big fella, Donald. Denny Avdia, who has been really tough to sort of track all season. Big minutes, big usage, low minutes, low usage, big minutes, big usage. It's been all over the shop. He's sort of settling it a little bit, but I'm still not really comfortable with it. I do think that he is a 12-team league player, probably more so in points than categories. But there's enough there to just be always on the lookout to see what he's providing. For the Knicks, we always just want to see the DiVincenzo stuff where the Hart or Brunson actually plays. I said something in yesterday's show talking about the Knicks saying, man, they've got no, no forwards. Um, but obviously it wasn't clear because I was talking about if Josh Hart is out, I go, who is their forwards? And they go, bro, they've got Julius Randle. I go, yeah, yeah, I know. And I know they've got Ojinobi. My point was they have no, there's no reserve forwards. They've got their two starters and there's literally nobody else who is a forward on that team. There's nobody. That was what I was saying. And Josh Hart takes all of the backup three and the backup four minutes, basically. Although Ananobi slides over, of course. But then when Ananobi slides over to play the four, there's no one at the three. And that was my point when Josh Hart was out, is that who is going to play the three and the four minutes at the backup behind OG and Randall? So it wasn't clear on that. Apologies. Got to be clearer. Anyway, streams. Dan Gafford's out. It, it means Marvin Bagley is going to have to play some minutes at least. Will he start in his first game? I don't know. But I know the other option is Anthony Gill. I guess they could start Kyle Kuzma and bring Bilal into the starting lineup, which is definitely possible and would be very interesting as well. But I'm pretty interested to see what Bagley does, which is just unbelievable for me to say. Josh Hart on the Knicks. Um, I don't believe he's a 12-team league player, but he is definitely streamable as an option here because of um, the dearth of games and the fact that we know that he's going to get 28 minutes and sometimes he can be good and sometimes he can be Gennaro Gattuso. The Chicago Bulls and the Toronto Raptors. Zach Levine has been... I think there's been a lot of hate on Zach Levine. Yes, the contract is is large. He's probably not worth that. But he's actually still really good. And I think he's played relatively well since he's come back. He hasn't obviously hit his fantasy ceiling this season. But he's still very, very good. And I just want to see if where he sort of fits into the pecking order offensively. What does his usage start to look like with Kobe White and DeMar DeRozan or even Vooch? I just want to see how it, so he's sort of working his way back in. On the Toronto side, I don't expect there to be those traded players there, but that would obviously be the key thing that we would watch. In terms of streams, Caruso is the stream guy for the Bulls and for the Raptors, it is probably Jonte Porter. It could be Boucher. It could be Thad Young. It could be Jalen McDaniels. Does Otto Porter play? I don't know. 
but I will go to um, Porter or, or I could have Alex Caruso. It's always really disconcerting to type Jonte Porter and not put a junior at the end because, yeah, we, you know how conditioned we are in terms of putting Porters at the end of, or juniors at the end of every Porter or Porters at the end of junior, whichever way you want to do it. Otto Junior Porter. Let's talk about the Thunder and the Jazz. Shea was listed questionable for the game on Monday. He didn't look quite right. He played the back-to-back on Tuesday. He didn't look quite right. They play in the Jazz here, are obviously flying, but we need to watch, is Shea going to play? I think he will. But how does he look? I'm a bit worried about that. I put Josh Giddy here as the player that's on my radar because his production's been bad. Like, minutes were down last game. He had sort of pushed back up and the last two were well down. I'm still holding him. But the news also came out that there will be no criminal charges pushed uh, or not pushed, pressed on him for that incident. The girl's family was uncooperative. And what that means to me is that there's just going to be no suspension. Yuck, he's obviously not going to jail, which some people thought was going to happen. That was never going to happen. Um, he's not getting kicked out of the league forever. Also, was never going to happen. And he's not going to get suspended. I still don't know all the, the official details. All I know is that this happened back in the summer of 22, is my, my understanding of it. It was a one-time thing, is what I was also uh, told. And it was reported immediately to the Thunder 18 months ago, as soon as it happened. But I, just, I don't actually fully know the ages. All I know is that he was 19 and it was in an over-18 club that where he met this girl. That's all I know. And he's not being charged. He's not going to get suspended. Full steam ahead, I guess. Although he's playing shit out. So. But how much is that attributed to the stress, I guess, of this all this stuff being public and a criminal investigation? Maybe you put some of it on there. So we do want to see that if, if there is a weight lifted off him, does he play better? I don't know. I want to watch Keontae George, who has been playing much better. He's getting more minutes than Chris Dunn most nights. His scoring is up. His efficiency is up. But is that something I rely upon? I don't know. If I'm in a slightly deeper, I'm uh, getting out ahead of that. In terms of streams, Lou Dort is the king stream on the Thunder. You can go Isaiah Joe if you want. And then for the Jazz, Chris Dunn is available everywhere. He might have four points, but he also might have four rebounds, 10 assists, four steals, which is clearly awesome. And I don't think they're going to be changing up that lineup because it's working really, really well. The last game we look at, I think it's the last game, it is the Memphis Grizzlies. No, second last game. The Memphis Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves. We want to see GG Jackson because we know that he came off the bench last game and I expect that he does it again. But what is important here is minutes, efficiency, and does he bring the defensive stats again? And I would say that all three of those things won't happen again. You might get two of them. You might only get one. And the one I feel more confident about is the minutes. But we'll see what happens. He has been at it everywhere, obviously, because we get out ahead of it. And now let's see what happens. Let's see how it develops. It is a back-to-back for the Wolves. And I said, just be cautious of Anthony Edwards here. Xavier Tillman is probably the stream in Memphis, but there's so many. These are all the guys that are 45% below rostered. So it's him. There's Canard, uh, Gigi, if he's available. with Vince Williams, if he's available. Deeper Leagues, Gilead, Pippen. Yeah. So is Scott Pippen going to play? That's something to watch. And then for the Wolves, Jaden McDaniels is right on the nose, 45% rostered. And he's one of those guys that we can use and then we don't have to use him later on. That's how it works for him at this point. The last game of the day is the Indiana Pacers and the Sacramento Kings. We already know there will, no, will not be any Pascal Siakam. So does Buddy Heald start, especially with a cloud over Neesmith and over Matherin? And does Heald play 30 minutes? Because if he does, he's a 12-team league guy. Whether that holds when Siakam returns, I don't really know. But considering they're going all in here on Siakam, and Heald was part of the reason that Buddy Heald wanted to be traded was that they weren't going to start him. And they were um, not interested in the extension, but... He's clearly a better player for a team that is winning than Ben Matherin. So do they just go back and play him 33 minutes, play him off Siakam and Halliburton? No, I think it's possible for sure. Maybe there's been a change in discussions behind the scenes there. 
For the Kings, fan of pants, Kevin Herter will continue to start. I've got really no question about that. And he's a stream option for this day. And after that, we move on. This is their last game for the week, the Kings. So if you've got your pencils or you've got your Herders or you've got a Trey Lyles or Harrison Barnes or someone, you uh, move on after this game. In terms of streams, it is Isaiah Jackson, again, that I am foolishly having a look at. It could be Jalen Smith. But with those absences um, and a potential even further absence of Obi Toppin, Jackson can jump in with four blocks very easily here. And in terms of the King stream, it is Harrison Barnes, but I don't want to talk about that anymore. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Game Time app. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to an event. Why would you need to worry? It's a fun thing. But sometimes the process of buying tickets is not only worrisome, but it's confusing. Fake prices up on these websites or apps. You go in there and you have a look at them and they put a price and you go to the checkout and it's something different. You go, this is garbage. Game time, fix that with all-in pricing. Whatever the price is that's there is the price that you pay. So don't get slugged with ridiculous fees that are hidden to try and co- coerce you um, into buying these tickets. This is a fun thing. We want to be able to go and buy our tickets to our events. Plus, they've also got this thing called zone deals where you can save up to 18% of your tickets. So you just pick an area, a section that you want to sit in. And when you pick it, the guys at game time choose your exact seat and you save up to 18%. I mean, I couldn't find a better option than that. Actually, I could probably find better deals, but they'd all be within the GameTime app anyway. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. That is, terms apply, they couldn't. Create an account, redeem the code, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. For $20 off, download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, let us go through now. We've checked out the five games. Let's have a look at how we get chunky Thursday through Monday. All five of these days are quality game days. So you can stream Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday in the vast majority of leagues. So where are we looking? Well, Chicago, Alex Caruso, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. Very good. Goga Badadze in the Magic, Friday, Sunday, Monday. So you don't get the initial Thursday boost there for the Magic, but you got a nice little Friday-Sunday-Monday combo, a nice back-to-back heading into Week 14. The Duck, Luke Kennard for the Grizzlies. Xavier Tillman for the Grizzlies. Any Grizzlies player. They've got Thursday, Saturday, Monday. A great opportunity to see Williams, Tillman, Kennard, Jackson, who's going Aldama, who's going to step up. The Hornets and Nick Richards, Friday, Saturday, Monday. Nice little weekend back-to-back there. And Jeremy Sohan and the Spurs also go Friday, Saturday, Monday. Trey Jones is a must. But Sohan is looking pretty solid at the moment. I don't know that it sticks, but at the moment, he's playing well. Starting Thursday, for the next eight days, these three teams have five games. One of them is the Pacers. So there's going to be some value changes there. We hope that Siakam doesn't miss... He's going to miss one of those games Thursday, but then you get four in eight or four in seven for him after that. The Wolves have five in eight. We're watching Anthony Edwards' knee, remember? And the Wizards have five in eight. So that's not great for Daniel Gafford, but it is great if you're looking at a stream of Marvin Bagley because the games are concentrated in. It means Gafford might miss more time uh, or miss more games, not time. And Bagley has an extra opportunity to maybe produce, maybe. The 10-team stream options for the day on Thursday. We are going to look at Vincey Williams, Alex Caruso, Timothy John McConnell, Xavier Tillman, Isaiah Jackson, and Luke Kennard. Some pretty solid stream options there for 10s. If you're in a 12-team league, check that list out and then go to this next one, which is the 12-team streamers. We go to Chris Dunn, Jonte Porter, Thad Young. You see it falls off quite a bit there. Josh Hart, Jalen Smith, and my man, Marvin Bagley III. For deeper formats, these are all available in over 80% of leagues. Andrew Nempard, like you could even put him into the 12-team stream for sure. Chris Boucher, are we going to get burnt on it? Maybe, but in a deeper league, sure, maybe, possibly. I don't know. Simona Fontecchio, Isaiah Joe, 
Trey Lyles and Bilal Koulibaly. Now, if Bilal does start and Kuzma's at center, then I would bump Bilal up into that 12-team league zone. I just don't know that they're going to do that. And he's been a little bit hit or miss. In terms of points league streaming, we're going to go to Tillman, Caruso, Jonte Porter, Isaiah Jackson, the speaker, Keontae George, and the legend himself, Marvin Bagley III. Can't make any Marvin Bagley III, Marvin Bagley IV jokes. They don't play on the same team anymore. I can still make them, but it's not going to hit as well when they're not playing on the same team. That brings us to the end of the daily look ahead show. So if you are here, go and uh, be a double banger, of course, listen and watch, but hit subscribe if you're over on the YouTube channel, hit the notification bell. That'll make sure you don't miss when the live trade deadline show goes live, but also helps out the shows. Thumb it up, leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.